Welcome to the first episode of the Starting From Zero series. I'm your host, Andrew Glintos, and with me during throughout the series will be Christopher Sant from Clearview Cyber. Guys, before you watch this awesome, awesome video, please subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell for future notifications, and give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, guys. See you in the next video. And so, yeah, so I guess I was putting some content out there and, and um, we were both guests on a webinar series through a mutual friend, um, James Wrigley. And then um, we kind of crossed paths and then you very grac uh, graciously pointed out some issues that I had with um, my new website, which I really appreciated from a value-add perspective. And then that's the one that you've got here now. And, and so I guess as a new business owner, the first thing I wanted to do was get a point of presence online just to sort of you know, make your mark and get, get some, um, you know, get a landing point out there that people could point to. And, you know, having put some time into this, I thought, Hey, this is actually okay. And has some information in it. Didn't want anything to flash. Um, but didn't realize until you pointed out that it was basically doomed to be invisible forever, pretty much online. Like I, I couldn't search for it myself and I, you know, was Googling pretty hard. <laughs> And, um, you know, I had people tell me, hey, Chris, you're an IT guy. How come I can't Google your website? I'm like, yeah, um, you know, I've, I've got someone helping me out with that. So I appreciate you pointing out some of that stuff. It was really good. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. And no, look, I always give away free advice, but you're the one that's, that, seem, that seemed to be extremely grateful for it. And that only makes me want to just keep sending you more and more stuff. And I th then I thought to myself, well, you know what? It's great to give away free advice. It helps. But I didn't want to make it just so it just helps you. Uh, obviously it's going to help you the most because it's going to be personalized to you, but there'll be a lot of, there'll be a lot of takeaways for people who are going to watch this. And when I do create this as a series and we can sort of watch your journey, even if it takes like my recent case study took four years to get 7,000% growth. If it takes four years to get you 7,000% yep. growth, I'll probably take that because um, that will be enormous to your business and who knows what other growth you'll bring yourself. Yep. But just from an SEO perspective, um, it'd be enormous for you. So I definitely will take that tomorrow. So if we have that and we're doing like um, even monthly vids on this series, I think it's going to be quite interesting and it's going to give the audience and it's actually going to show that I have to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to, I, I'm going to look like a clown and I shouldn't be charged for services. No, I get it. And I've been amazed even after like, you know, one or two, even three conversations with you, how much I've learned about the process and what goes on in the back end behind a website, why things need to be set up in a certain way. You know, um, I guess going back five months in the Wix world, and I'm not talking down about Wix, but I'm just talking from my personal experience. You, you set up the website, you go through the wizard that does the SEO optimization. Mm. And for someone who's not SEO inclined or knows about how websites work like me, um, at a basic level anyway, you know, you, you do the, the questionnaire and it says, tick, your SEO is optimized. You're good to go. So that's all you see, you know, you, and then when I've had that universe and then come over to you and had a different lens, it's really opened my eyes to how restricted I was. So, um, I, I was surprised. Yeah. Well, different mechanics were past different grades of cars too, mate. So for yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. So, I mean, for me, I didn't, like I said, the most alarming was how can you say something Jesse optimized when all of your content was dumped on one page? 
Mm. I mean, how could you call that SEO optimized? You're not supposed to know any better. But then again, Wix isn't claiming to be an SEO service or platform specifically. It's just to get you up with a web presence. So on that basis, it delivers on its brief and its business model. But I think Wix, yeah. I, I definitely think Shopify, uh, Squarespace, all of these sort of uh, um, really commercialized um, website products can deal with a lot of improvement with 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 um with SEO. Like I could, I just did one on, I did a live SEO audit for with a friend of mine, Shani from Say It With A Box and mate like i went for like 45 minutes i'm just like i better stop now but there is just so it just keeps going and going and going a friend of mine asked me well, why are you always down on shopify like what's so bad about something i'm not down on shopify i'm just saying it can be improved upon yeah. um and like for example the way they structure urls and i find that with all these commercialized products including wix it's the structuring of the of the of the urls that is the blatantly obvious yeah, um I and agree. the way and, the and, way, and they look like garbage, like, you know, they were, they were garbage. The way WordPress does it, you actually, if, see, the way in which websites are structured is sometimes you can have a page or, a, or especially posts or products, if it's an e-commerce store, in multiple categories. So yeah. you have to assign it, right, to a, what's what a URL is. It's a, a unique resource locator or whatever. It's, it has to be a unique identifier. Mm. So when you the way wordpress handles that is you assign the primary category yeah and then you can still place them in multiple other categories which i think is the simplest and brilliant idea other mm. platforms seem to not like to do it that way which doesn't make any sense to me because obviously you understand like with some with some e-commerce platforms they put their product page like it's like when you walk into coal supermarket you expect to walk into dairy milk and then dairy farmer product yeah the way in which which some of these stores have it is you're walking you don't have like you don't have eight aisles you've got one aisle and the product's on the floor <laughs> it's not even categorized all right and so it's just yeah. dumped straight on the floor and that's that's the equivalent of some of the issues i see with with sites out there so i don't want to make the podcast about just bashing these other no, no, no. platforms People need to know, because if I knew what I knew now and, and watched this half an hour of two guys talking about this, I honestly wish I had this to watch five months ago because I wouldn't have wasted five months on a website that hadn't even been indexed by Google yet until you rocked up. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't indexed by Google. And, and I, I don't know whether Google had found it and just didn't like it or they just never came across it. I don't, I don't know. We, we, couldn't, we can't know that now. Um, but the fact is, if I, we are still screen sharing, hopefully, if you go yeah. to site colon cleaviewcyber.com.au, you, you already have 20 um, URLs indexed. So I believe that would be the majority of the site. If Google has excluded anything, it's only on the basis of it most likely doesn't like that piece of content for whatever reason, duplicate content, low quality, less yeah. thin content. There can be an array, an array of reasons why, but I think 20 sounds pretty fair. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, agree, agree. Yeah. The size of site that I've got, and what made me laugh as well is, um, I, I found this really funny. I don't know if I told you this yet, actually. So it's good that we're recording this again. So when I pulled the pin on the Wix site and said, "Okay, fine," I'll listen to what Andrew says. You know, he's the guy. I, I can't really, you know, argue with Mister Miyagi. You know, just sort of do what you're told. You know <laughs> Thank what I mean? Thank you, Daniel. Son. 
Yeah, wax on, wax off, right? Yeah. Um, so what happened was I pulled the pin on Wix and, and managed to get a refund for the remainder of my two years of hosting and stuff. The price of me going to take your advice, going to <laughs> an online site, getting a, an overseas developer to build me a WordPress site and then hosting it somewhere was actually slightly cheaper than the refund of what I got from the Wix um, hosting for the balance of the two years. I thought that was really funny. Well, that's good. Well, at least it was cheaper than... It was affordable, what I mean, is it wasn't... Yeah. I didn't have to pay crazy money to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. And, like, I don't know if you want to share what you paid for the site, um, but I think it was a pretty fair... I think it was actually more than fair. Yeah, yeah, product... so, so, yeah I'm happy to share it. So, I, I, you know, I went to Fiverr.com because I had a really good experience getting my logo done through them, uh, through somewhere, someone on there uh, about five months ago. Um, mm. And then so I thought, okay, I'll go look into getting a website done. Yeah. And, and you could pay anything from literally a hundred US dollars to upwards 500 US dollars. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll have a look around. And I just looked at some people's work and what I thought was similar in, in style and quality. Um, and there was a guy who did it for me for 140 Australian dollars, um, which is ridiculous. So I had 140 Australian dollars. Um, I actually tipped him. I just rounded it up to 200 bucks and I thought it was good value. He was extremely happy. Um, he spent a few nights with me on a video call, tweaking every aspect of it to make it, you know, pretty much bang on what I wanted. Um, and I've since referred two or three other friends to use his services directly. Yeah, and I, and I would, I would, I would like his details. I think, I think that's a really fair price. The fact that he went on video with you as well. Um, so just to recap before we forget, um, obviously you and I can talk f for hours. Um, just what, what I want to get through though um, is I want to talk about what we just did quickly yep. and then what I need from you and then for step for, for video number two, yep. then I probably would need your details, which I will log in and then we can start recording. Um, and then we can, and we can go, we can go from there. So what I, what, what, what yeah. I noticed um, from the get go on the old site, as I mentioned, it was, everything was on, one page one page yeah yeah so the reason we moved to wordpress was obviously give you a much in our opinion a much better foundation to build your site on for the next x amount of years and even if you want a new design it's not like you're going back to the car yard to purchase a new car you yeah. already have the engine you're just giving it another spray paint so right. so even if you do decide to upgrade a site, every site needs to be upgraded. You look at Facebook and Instagram. I watched a documentary on Instagram. They spent like a billion dollars just redesigning yeah. um, their, their, I mean, a billion dollars. It was a lot of money. Their sort of mobile app. So the user experience, it's, it's fashion, man. It just yeah, never ends, right? So the key so, takeaways that I took from your advice the first time we spoke when, and in summary, from my perspective was, the one page thing was no good. So my idea of simplicity was sort of okay, but we really needed to have um, some, a landing page with a summary and then linking out to individual service pages. Mm -hmm. um, and that way the content could be, um, you know, more specific. People could drill down into it. The UI would be better. Um, it would be able to be indexed better, searchable, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and more um, functional. So it would work better. We could customize it for mobile devices um, desktop, iPad, uh, tablets, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, that was the key things that I kind of took out of our first cycle of advice. Yep. Awesome. 
So we, we are going to have to, the first thing, this is probably for step number two, and we'll work on it because I do want to recap what we did. This is, a, this is a, like a little canonical thing. Now, it's a tag, it's an attribute, and it tells Google that if you have four or five different pages that look identical, it tells Google which version to index first, right? Now, the, okay. way, the way in which your homepage is done, uh, the way, sorry, the way the canonical is done for this particular homepage probably isn't an issue because Google understands that the only difference is you're referencing right now the version without the trailing four slash at the end. Do you see okay. that? Right. Yeah. So we can change that in the settings in the back end. We'll, we'll look at that off, off, uh, off recording. And then if you look, uh, when I scrolled over the canonical, the little drop down shows that the canonical is pointing to the version with the trailing four slash. Okay. Now, that is a big problem when you start dealing with, with, with multi-level uh, URL structures or when it's like secondary, third level. It isn't so much of a problem now because you can even see that the version that Google actually indexed is, if you look at the bottom left of the screen, mm -hmm. the Clearview Cyber without the trailing foresight. So they understood mm -hmm. that. Now, I'm just pedantic and paranoid when it comes to my SEO. Yeah. So that would just do my head in, right? If, it was, if I was working on a client okay. uh, and I'll get that fixed immediately. Sometimes what other websites do, they have the canonical pointing to slash home. And then when you click slash home, it's redirecting back to the version without slash home. So you're telling, you're just giving, it's like, it's like a, a 15 year old uh, schoolgirl. You're just giving yeah. away too many mixed signals, mate. Right? So... <laughs> the I don't go there, mate. <laughs> so the point would be is 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 to um, is to obviously have clear, concise, um, what's the um, consistent sort of structure. So if you're pointing to a URL, don't then then if 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 your entire site is pointing to a URL, don't make that URL then tell Google that this isn't version you want indexed. In fact. It's another version. So yeah. obviously there's legitimate times when you need to have three or four different, for example, back in the day, you would have a mobile version of a page, a desktop version, or you might even have um, um, even about the products being in multiple categories, but you want to assign yeah. the product. You want to tell Google to index. So it doesn't get confused. It's a bit technical, but, okay. but it's not so much of an issue in this particular example, but I will just fix it up. We'll fix it up after as well. Yeah, that's fine. We so should mention um, version 2.0. There was a few things you found in the first iteration of this new site too. That's right. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So just in the, in the first recap, we basically transitioned away. Primarily the biggest takeaway was we moved away from Wix. We went to WordPress and we moved away from a one page site into at least 18 pages. Something like 12 to 18 pages. Yeah. 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 Cause there's 20 index, but there could be other stuff that was, that was caught up in there as well. And, and then there, plus, sorry, and then the ability on the new site to have a blogging feature and then create content and having a parking space for that. That exactly. was another must have. I didn't that have that a, on the previous one. No, that was major. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can see on your original site, you had more than the contact us, which, which baffled me. Um, but obviously look, this is coming that you did it. You didn't know what you were doing. So, Hey, if it comes to cybersecurity, I probably, the funny yeah, just to add to that too. So that more thing that you're seeing on that site, so that never even, anytime I viewed that on my end, it looked perfect with five, you know, buttons up the top. That more thing only rendered after the fact. And that goes back to the point again around, you know, what you see is what you get versus a platform where there's some stuff that's open for interpretation. <laughs> yeah, 100%, mate. 
So, so look, that was the, the, the major things. Look, from a design perspective, it wasn't that bad of a design. Like you could have even kept the exact same design and moved it to WordPress. It didn't have many things wrong with it other than, um, the, uh, other than those few things. I mean, the site, I didn't look at it that clearly on mobile because I've only looked at desktop. Mobile is more important than desktop, even for SEO yeah. and for user experience. But, um, but just from a design angle, I had no, no, no major problem with it. It was just from, I'm looking at it from a, from the SEO lens and then that's where I started having issues. But we moved it over to WordPress to give it a better foundation and we, we started placing all of your services pages under the services tab, right? And I'm going to get to the footer in a minute. I, I still recommend that we put the phone number somewhere at the top. Yeah, we um, played with that, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And an email at the top as well. Um, even a little search thingy, like where you, people can search on the site. It would need to be structured, designed in a way where it doesn't make it too noisy and convoluted yeah. um, and distracting. Um, we also put in the in phase one, we put the little buttons and more info buttons under. I thought that was a little bit more user friendly than just having the headings and the images. I think. And it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because I thought of that, and then the developer kind of not talked me out of it, but he said, "Oh, you know, people are going to use their hand and navigate over it, and they'll see the, the icon change, but." Realistically, especially on a mobile device, when you're scrolling, you don't have a mouse. So you've got no way to know whether there's more content behind a paragraph or an icon. Yeah. Some, some of that usability and sort of UX stuff like that I would never think of um, is actually really good to consider. And like on a, on a mobile, right? So how it looks like when we just change it over and run it to a mobile, it looks a lot better having the more, the more info yeah. than, than, than without it. So... Um, so just switching back to desktop. So yeah, I, mate, I think I think I think it looks good. And then we also shifted and changed the footer. I think your footer looks good. You bolded the the phone number, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, we had a few broken links. I remember we had the the. I out still can't believe we had broken links. I was so pedantic about double check, triple checking them all. Yeah. Especially before I rocked up to for you. Yeah. And and then you're like, oh, there's one here, there's one there. Anyway, must have missed a few, but um, yeah, the services at the bottom that's been really good. Yeah. Um, so we have to make some room for that. So now there's another link back to back to that again. So if you go to what happens when you click? Oh yeah, service summary. We'll go back to the services. On okay. So what happens when I'm on the about us? Oh, I just going back to okay. So let's just go straight back to the homepage. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I don't think we that's put some thought into it. We put a little bit of thought into what it. What you what you could do for me would be would be better, um, and see the canonical again stripping the services. What I would do is with the service summary, I would actually have a services page where where it could maybe um, showcase you this again, but you might add a little bit more content. You might add a video. You might add. Um, quotes obviously you don't want it to be identical to the home page because then you have that you have that yeah. um uh, duplicate content issue but see on the home page you've got testimonials do you have a question so you wouldn't necessarily copy all of exactly the same on the services page but it makes sense to have a dedicated services page where you showcase all your services and maybe add videos a bit more text just yeah. to to make sure that it isn't identical to the home page but for all intents and purposes, it wouldn't it wouldn't cause much issues, and I think it would be better 
than just having it go back to the homepage with the hashtag, which is like an anchor, um, anchoring yeah. to the point of that particular page on the homepage, that particular section on the homepage. Yeah. So that's what I would do, uh, something that I haven't really uh, um, mentioned that to you before, but I like that you put the services. I think that looks way, way better. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned to you from an SEO perspective, when you link to the same pages multiple times, top and bottom, Google understands that these are your most important pages. So it's like it's like it's like externally, like with SEO, with the, one of the big factors of, of of SEO rankings is who links to you. So who in the cybersecurity industry or related industry says that Chris knows what he's talking about, and I'm going to link to one of his. Let's say you do a blog post. And you do like stats and statistics and data on, you know, how important it is to have a password that is strong, that it includes, you know, character, um, you know, the, the, the symbols, the basic stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do like actual case study on the percentages of passwords that are hacked with and without extra symbols. And you fall to this massive case study in that blog post. You then you take that blog post and you want to promote it to get people to link to it in within the cybersecurity because that's what Google's looking at it going is it's like when you get your PhD you have to get people to sorry am I interrupting something sorry no I thought I was interrupting um, it's no, like no. I laughed because it said when you get your PhD like it's you know getting a thing of milk because I haven't got a PhD you know yeah I know but it's like if you if you get your PhD you have to sort of get peer reviewed yeah. Um, from people that that we so so from a Google, I'm I'm trying to break down the SEO tech speak, yeah, okay. with with real life uh, analogy. So yeah, so you want to basically build content to get your links externally from from relevant and authoritative resources, but internally, Google looks at that as saying the more times you link to a page internally, obviously that's a very important page for you. Of course, and that's why I've asked you to put that footer in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh -huh. and that's I've done it. So that what it didn't take long. So that was okay for him. Um, it was more work to do the buttons in the middle, to be honest, because it's all custom CSS for every different device. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's done. So I'm, I'm really proud of it, actually. I'm really happy. And I've shared it with a bunch of friends and, and colleagues and stuff. And the feedback's been really positive um, that they can understand things, they can drill into more info when they want more info. Um, so yeah, so now I'm kind of, I think my next phase is kind of moving to the blog and trying to. Um, pull some of the video content that I've been building, some of the how-to, some of the information that's kind of stuck in the back of my head, um, and then turn that into content that I can share with people more broadly and then kind yeah. of drive traffic to the site from there. I mean, even, I think I saw a YouTube video on how to even create a memorable, highly strength password. Yeah. Um, and he gives you, and I think the video got like hundreds, if not millions, it got hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah. And it was only like a five minute video, man. Like, yeah. you know, people want to know how do I remember passwords? I mean, that's a whole section like of your blog post, of your blog that you can build out. And yeah. Google, like there is formats that, that people will click on more like lists. So, you know, top 10 ways to keep your password safe or to, to keep your, your, your bank account safe and things like that. Um, I can tell you a later off script about a friend of mine from, from my church where he got hacked something like 20 grand from his bank account because they would actually siphon the, the they hacked his phone. So all the um, alert been elsewhere. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it bypassed all the bank, you know, extra security, and it still got in. And I think he only got back maybe ten grand or something like that. Anyway, it was it was something weird. He knows the full story. So, securing your bank or securing your phone and things like that. I mean, Google likes like if you if you do like list based content. So, just like five top blog posts. Oh, sorry, the the top five ways to secure your 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 online bank account. Yeah. You know, or here's what to, here's a, here are five things you need to look out for in 2020 when it comes to your cybersecurity. Yeah. Little things are like list form. Here's what you must know. Um, here is a quick guide. You know, people like numbers, lists, quick guides, definitive guides. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, no. that 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 will be that will be a, probably be more of a discussion in, in the next one. But um, I, I think you could probably even add like a little form down the bottom to get people's details without having to go to contact us, filling out the form. Um, that would be so easy to sort of program into your, maybe moving this somewhere and or moving this over so it's a bit longer and then shoveling them all over and just putting the form. Like, yeah. you know, so I guess it's like a balance between having it look clean and then having more stuff on there because, um, and I'm happy to take what you're saying on board. I just, no, I'm no. trying to find the balance between like, I guess it's a bit of an, um, what is it like, you know, when you put so much effort into something and then you might put 80% effort to get it to a certain point, but then every bit of effort you put in there is incremental after the fact. Yeah. And so um, it's good to kind of know when you reach that point of, okay, it's actually way better than it was. And by doing a few extra little things, that'd be a great thing. A must have might be this, a nice to have might be this. Um, you know what I mean? Cause, cause you kind of, especially cause my whole brand is about being clear that's kind of why I had the website so simple when I started because I wanted it to be clear and sharp and not too busy. Yeah. And you can see in the footer that it looks a bit busy. Exactly. I've struggled with that now. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you're probably right. So he, he might, he might need to um, for on the mobile collapse these um, uh, columns down underneath. So it's all like um, vertical. Yeah. So rather because right now he's trying to fit it all in one screen. So but we might actually up. even need the page list at the bottom on mobile. I think it would be a good idea to keep okay. to keep all of them there. What I would recommend, okay, fine about the form because it would probably make it very long, but I would definitely recommend just on mobile to have the little like a little phone uh thingy where when you click on it, little phone icon, when you click on it, it just ring it, it, it opens up on the person's iPhone or Android opens up yeah. your number straight away. That's very easy to do. Yeah. Um, just on, just on desktop because on mobile, because on desktop it doesn't make sense because what are they going to do? FaceTime you on desktop? You know what I mean? Well, it's actually funny you mentioned that because a lot of people who run Macs, they actually can call not just FaceTime, but regular through their um, PCs. Like I've received a bunch of calls from people saying, oh, and I've said to them, why are you sound a bit different? And like, oh, I'm calling you from my MacBook Pro. So I guess that is whatever. Look, I definitely think you should have the number in the top, like I mentioned to you, yeah, a, a few days yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, I definitely yeah. think so. Yeah. But but if not, you're going to put on desk. If you're not going to put on desktop, then I would strongly advise you. This would be one of my strongest recommendations. At least on mobile, put the little phone symbol, and when you click on it, it opens up your phone number in that customer's. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we put on the desktop page. Like we actually, I had that on my list of things to run through them on my last video call. Yeah. And um, 
we played with it and it looked a bit messy, like when we when we did the test of it. So that's why I kind of pulled it off. And um, on the contact us button, I put my details at the very top above the form when you click on contact us so that at least it was one click away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. But you want to make it so it's easy for someone to contact you as easy as possible. The less friction it yeah. can be to contact you. I would even rec like recommend like even things like live chat, but I think that is probably episode three or four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's for now, but I, I definitely think that you should do that for, for mobile. So that was what we mainly touched on. We went into meta descriptions, meta um, titles and descriptions through SEO Yoast, which we'll leave that for episode number two. Yeah. I think, I think that's enough um, to explain sort of the story, the backstory, what we did. Um, and, and see every single page, you, you, you have this problem with, it, with that. And it's not going on the blog, but then on the, on the contact us, it's linking. Okay, so on the contact us, the canonical is going back to the version without the, the HTTPS. So we need to optimize. So if you have a look, you see it says HTTP colon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we need to fix that up in the canonical. Why would we be telling Google we don't want the HTTPS version? Index. Yeah when it's the most secure version yeah. versus the HTTP. So, but yeah. That's so fine. We can, I, we, can, we can fix that. So with the blog, uh, we'll definitely talk about um, uh, new um, uh, blog posts in the next episode. Do you have, I know you've got SEO Yoast um, installed. Do you have Google Analytics installed yet? I think the guy did install it from memory, yeah. Did you, did you use Google Tag Manager? Oh, no, you did put, no, no, that's right, you put the code, I think. I think that looks like Google Analytics code. It does. Yeah, I just saw Google Analytics written in the code. Um, definitely a, installed it. I remember installing it. It's a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could grant, if you could grant me access after we, we go off script, um, or off, screen, off recording, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So. So what I was talking about with the titles and description, just quickly before we leave, um, do you see up, you saw up here with like your, your thing is home dash Clearview Cyber. And, and if you go to like yep. cyber education, uh, I think we use cyber education, right? As the, as, a, as an example, you got at the top, this is the title and this will what yep. will appear um, on your, Cyber education okay, yeah, page. That. Definitely. So, okay. so we what we normally do for clients is we will keyword research um, beforehand. I recommend keyword researching like every second month um, for new trends. Vol keyword volumes fluctuate, so what yep. people are searching for goes up and down like a stock market. So yep. what I recommend, though, I want to give you tips where you can sort of see what's happening yourself rather than using third-party tools, SEO tools to do keyword research. There's a service uh, called answerthepublic.com, <laughs> right? And I love this site. I do this, I do this myself, but if there's one tool that I'll tell someone to, to help with when it comes to content writing, if you type in cybersecurity, I've never seen this tool before. And you, yeah, mate, you, and they tell you the who, what, where, and how, and you click Australia, hopefully on the free account, it's gonna let me do it. Probably hide some data. Um, it will give you what questions people are typing in. 
Okay. I like to do it manually myself. Like, I mean, look at the brain, look at the brain dump. Why cybersecurity awareness is important. So it gives you the, you can see the questions broken into the why, the where, the when, the who, the what, the which, the will. Yeah. All right. So typical titles for blog posts that could be used, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And normally it's broken down from what people are searched for. And they've got a different array of, of data points that they've used to, to, to sort of find out where this is coming from. What I recommend, but this is a, just a tool that I recommend to anybody. For, for, there is no excuse for you not to write content on your blog. It's, a, it's either laziness or you don't have time. And if you don't have time, then you've got money to pay someone who does have time to do it for you. Because I'm yeah. very, I'm, I'll hammer you when it comes to this. Because this is like, this is ridiculously important for all companies to start doing. Yeah. Um, so on cyber education, I think we, just so you, without any tools to do things manually, um, I think we, remember I showed you the people also ask. Yeah, I saw, I, I remember last time I was trying to get it up on my, um, on my Chrome, but for some reason there was a difference in, in the version I was running or it didn't like me looking it up and it wouldn't let me show it. Yeah, that's all good. So, I mean, you can see the like cyber education or, uh, uh let's use like, like password. Oh, here we go. I got it now. Good, 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 good. So like password creation tips. Is that, is that generate it? No, it doesn't generate it, but down the bottom. Sorry, can you hear me okay? The video is breaking up. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. It is breaking up for me too. So I don't want to be too long because we're going really well, but this search is related to is a gold mine of keyword research. Like, like it, if you've got no other tool, I'd rather use Google itself. Yeah. How to create a strong password has got 2019, right? Easy passwords to remember, but hard to guess. Yeah. Right. So, I just like the passwords because I think that's just one easy blog article you could create. Um, and the searches related to can give you ideas and suggestions on the blog post. Yeah. And also you see when you create a video and then the blog post, remember I was telling you when you create a blog post and a video, right. you yeah. merge them. Why? Because it will come up a lot more easier. If you, if you go to, let's say uh, you create an article called how to create a strong password. You notice the titles of the videos have mostly to do with how to create a strong password. Yeah, okay. Makes sense, right? So this is leveraging your visibility and maximizing your visibility, right? So you got your YouTube channel, you got your, your, your look, all you need is a three minute video, two and a half minute video, breaking down Chris's recommendations for creating a strong password that's easy to remember, hard yes. to guess. You create a thousand word article, you put your images, your stats, you upload it to the blog, you got your own YouTube channel. You're obviously quite good at creating video content, Chris, because you've got a shitload more engagement than I do, mate. So start dumping that, that video content on YouTube and then embedding them into WordPress, into yeah. blog articles. That way, even when you, I don't, I don't, we're gonna recap all this as we go along. When we, when we rename images, naming the image, even in the blog post, how to create a strong password. Yeah, okay. And actually dot JPEG and then incorporating that. So it can even come up in the normal uh, image. See down here, you've got the images as well. Yeah. Right. And then it's got the images itself. Then yeah. it's got videos itself. And then you've got YouTube. So correct me if I'm wrong. That's like four places off for you that can that, that having a blog post, how to create a strong password using images that has that file name in it and illustrates that point and video, you've got four ways you can come up. Plus the fifth would be YouTube itself. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, how's that? I mean, that's, 
There's a lot uh, to unpack there, man. I'm glad I've got you giving me a hand, that's for sure. So the, so for you, I, I want you to, by the time we do another video, to see you have at least created a few articles. Yeah, cool. All right. All yeah, right. Cool. I want to see you do that. And then, I'll, cause, and then I, I can see straight away, we're going to lift your, your, um, your Google rankings and your traffic. And then when we want to go for like, you know, cyber security services, that's why I recommend having, right? So we can, when we target this keyword, it's got about nine, 20 million results. Go back there on the images or the videos. It's got 570 million results, everything together. Um, the sites that are ranking, um, we can, I'll show you, we'll look at Ahrefs, look at how many links they have. But that's why I recommend having uh, on our site, the services as a dedicated page so we can target the keyword cybersecurity services, which is something people, and then cybersecurity services, Sydney. All I'm right. Melbourne. Oh yeah, you're in Melbourne. Yeah, my bad. Cybersecurity. Right. Cybersecurity. I'm in the, I'm in the uh, zombie land, mate. Mate, you're, you're in the, the, the heavy COVID-19 now. Yeah. So Actually, it's really funny. Every suburb around me has been locked down and ours has it. I don't understand the logic. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, I would self-isolate. Um, so you've got you even got articles on like top ten cybersecurity companies in Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, um, cybersecurity consulting. I think that might be. Um, I think consult that word consulting, which is what I'll do for a clients, is even change synonyms in their services to make yeah, sure okay. that they're more friendly to SEO. So mm -hmm. if it's something called like cybersecurity assistance, we might try and change it to cybersecurity consulting. Okay. Why? More people search for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I can see you smiling. So the, the, the mind there, it's tinkering, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's tinkering. It's just because what, what I find funny is that, um, and I don't mean this in a negative way, it's actually a compliment, but the goalposts keep moving because like talking to you where it's your area of expertise, right? Um, when I think, oh, you know, I've reached a milestone where I've got a website that's not as shit as it was before. Happy about that. Then it's like, okay, now we've got to think about the next thing. And it, it's the same, you know, what you're doing to me is the same that I do for my clients, you know, in the cybersecurity um, space around, you know, education and that sort of, you know what I mean? So what do you want to do? Bringing... We, you, you move into step one. What are we going to do, man? We, we're going to raise the champagne glasses. We're going to keep going. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going but to you keep... know what I mean then, right? No, I do. I do. And I, look, I'm very aggressive. It's actually been one of the reasons that I lost a very long-term, well, in my opinion, one of the reasons I lost a very long-term client was, for me, this isn't my part-time hobby. Like I take this very, very seriously. This is my work. I don't know anything else in life. If I fail at this, I'm screwed, Chris. Right? <laughs> right? I, I got nothing else to offer. Look at my arms. I can't do construction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is this is what I'm going to be doing. So, yeah. Um, I I don't have anything else. I should have turned the light on. I keep forgetting to do that. Um, we talk about we talk we we normally talk after four o'clock. So. Yeah, like I think um, I think that gives you plenty. I think for next one we're gonna we're gonna discuss titles, descriptions, so we can we can try to build out a, a, a decent keyword strategy and have the service have all your services pages optimized, right? So I'll even look yeah. at like on this homepage, I'll look in your source code. Do we have one H? We got one H one, which is good, but the the H one is cybersecurity education awareness training. That's a sentence, and I'm pretty sure that's the H1. 
yeah and this is a, a paragraph which it shouldn't be really structured a paragraph because it's only a sentence that's okay um and that's look we, we what on this page we'll break down create more content we'll create more um, yeah what people are searching for around these different terms and 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 i'll do a bit more homework and research but i think that's a very good first um give awesome. i really appreciate your help no nah, mate no problem just add me to analytics and um i think and then and then send over uh, my own credentials so i'll log in for the next episode in a few weeks and we can um actually log in and i'll optimize some of the titles and descriptions live yeah, awesome. it'd be good to see how the traffic starts changing because like um you know i've kicked it off on linkedin today and got a bunch of really good feedback so there'll be some traffic there today and i'm surprised how many people actually reached out saying they there's actually a couple of hundred people saw it which was kind of cool so it'd be good to see how that translates oh. to traffic and then um, you, got, you got like 32 last time i checked you probably got more now but last time i checked you got like 32 likes so that would have been multiplied by the amount of connections each of those 32 have on online at the time when they liked it. Yeah. So I reckon you've at least got about a thousand views on that post. Awesome. Uh, I think out of interest, do you want me to check? I'm not, by the way, I never actually chase metrics on stuff. My goal with LinkedIn type stuff is always just sharing, you know, good content and, that's what, and that kind of thing. And that's what it should be. That's um, what it should be. Yeah, yeah, because if you're chasing likes and metrics... Yeah, like, they're vanity metrics, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, so I only put that a few hours ago and about 1,500 people saw that post, which is kind of cool. Mate, I mean, 1,500 people that could... So in within Google Analytics, we will break it down into the organic uh, metrics, so we'll know specifically from Google. I think you're in, a, I think you're in an extremely tough niche, so obviously I wouldn't be setting any six month goals with you man i'll be i'll be setting um probably longer term and i, I won't have that much resources to dedicate to it no, but, that's fine. but i'm going to hammer you to sort of um keep pushing it yeah to push it and this is going to be sort of a flagship to my seo membership service for 500 yeah. bucks a month awesome. which will, will get people which will allow this to happen yeah um and it won't necessarily be on youtube if they're paying for it um so <laughs> i think documenting the journey is really good it's actually really good yeah absolutely all right chris i'm going to stop recording thanks a lot buddy thanks mate i appreciate awesome. it thank you